Hey, this is Anne. Hey, it's Crystal. Welcome to Privileged Dating. It's so good to be back. How are you? I'm good. So this is going to be our updates episode. We're going to talk about where we are and provide some updates on our dates and <laughs> give some, give some and, uh, and new some information. progress and things we've been learning along the way. But didn't you have one very important update to start with? Well, I don't know that these are important, but... <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to talk about the leave. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, number one, the league sucks. So, I've changed what my mind. What a waste of time and energy. I, I agree. I've changed my mind about the league. So, I liked it initially because I think the idea of the league is good. You know, this exclusive app that filters for you and gives you pre-screened applicants. Um, but it has a lot of problems. Like, there are, isn't enough user engagement. And so, because user engagement is low, you start to feel like, people on the other side aren't using the app. And so you start losing interest and then it just, the whole thing just kind of falls apart. Yes. Is that how you feel? I, I feel that way. And I feel like yeah. the offerings, they, the other apps have better algorithms for figuring out who would be a good fit for me and what I'm attracted to. And I don't know if it's because there's just so few matches that it's going to take them a lot longer to get there. I didn't mind the people they sent me. I actually liked them, but it just felt like people were like my, my matches were going into a black hole. Um, and also because the league is so focused in city centers, mm -hmm. everybody they were sending me was in Washington, DC, like yes. specifically in the city. And so connecting with the people and then meeting up with them was just starting to become a chore. It matched me with someone and said, we think you were the perfect match for this man. And he's 55. So he's 16 <laughs> years older than me. He lived in New York City. What? And we had, like, of our interests and things that, like, were on our profile, none of them were ones where I was like, I'd really love to engage with him over that. It was, I was so disappointed. So I think that was the yeah. first feature for me that I said, oh, God, what a waste. There is something on the app where you click on the map and it'll tell you that there's people nearby who match, like, your, oh. your age and what you're interested in, but it won't show you who the people are. That's stupid. But I like I, the idea of it. I mean, there's, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of things that they could do better, but I don't think that it's, it's a good app for me. Yeah. I went on a date with a guy who's a professor at Georgetown and that date did not go well. And then I went on another date with a guy who's a doctor in the city and he was not a good fit. And like, it, it just was like a series of bad, really, really bad dates and they were all in the city. And so it was just super inconvenient yeah. for me. Um, but aside from that, anyway. What dating apps but, have you liked? What are you liking? Or where are you meeting people? Um, so, I mean, the other the other two that I'm using right now are just Match and Hinge. Okay. And I got back fine. on Hinge and I'm and finding it much, much better than oh. Stir, which I talk about negatively all the time. Why are you even on it? And I'm going to get off it. I just need to figure <laughs> so out how. Funny. But I'm not matching with anyone on there because I just had another... So I met two dudes on Stir who were so quick to want to like meet up and come to my house. And I just don't feel comfortable with someone knowing where I live when I'm a single woman. On a like, first date? Yes. Why would you bring somebody to your house I on a first wouldn't. date? I wouldn't. And so when they made it clear that that's what they wanted, that. I said no. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like I've been consistent in... Why did they even think that that was an option? It, well, I made it clear that it wasn't and I'm no longer talking to them. Weird. Okay. But isn't that bizarre? Like, that's yeah. not what I'm here for. And when it talks about the app, the whole focus of Stir being other parents, like, you would hope that other parents are 
more cognizant of their surroundings and what they're exposing their kids to and who they're inviting into their kids' lives. It was incredibly off-putting. Not a fan. So I met a guy online. This is the weirdest, most random thing. I met a guy online who went to my college and I was intrigued, graduated my year. Okay. And then we were like, oh my gosh, how can that be? And who lived in my dorm that with me wild. at the same time. Did he look at all familiar from his pictures? So we talked and then we immediately got on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and so we figured out that I lived on the third floor and he lived on the second floor and I lived right above him. No way. At the same time. And so he let me know that he was a like a physics and bio double major. So or he something. was never in the dorm. He, he was, was never around. Okay. He, he was like, I never partied. I never saw anybody. I was super studious. Okay. He said, I didn't look familiar. Which is and wild. I, he, to be I had no idea place. who he was. Wow. Okay. Isn't that crazy? That is a small world. So you guys met up? We met up. We had a date. The date lasted like four hours. Oh, how fun. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, it was fun and we had dinner and we talked and we talked about people and yeah. what we've been doing. Did you have friends like, in common? Our yes. We know a lot of people in common. That's fabulous. <laughs> How, doesn't that make you wish that, well, sorry, did it work out? Are you guys going to see each other again? So he is, his job, he travels a ton. So okay. he's only in town one week or weekend sometimes out of the month oh wow okay and so i told him that that just wasn't going to work for me so he was unavailable to you in college and now in real life yeah but how wonderful would that have been to have like ended up with someone who you had so much in common with and people in common yeah i told him to call me when he comes back in town again i was like that sounds fine i'm not going to get into a relationship with you but yeah you're, you're a nice guy that's awesome yeah but that is really crazy yeah I met with, I matched, this is, oh, eons ago. So by that, I mean two years ago when my, <laughs> my, when my separation was fairly new. And I matched with somebody who I had run into in a professional setting at um, our, my job has like one big fancy dinner to raise money for the institution. And this person, I guess, had been a donor in the past. So he was there and I was there with my then husband and met him and talked to him. And I remember having a nice conversation and he was a decent guy. And then fast forward two years to two years ago. And I matched with him. And I was like, I think I might've met you at this like fancy event gala thing. And he was like, yeah, I do remember you from there. I feel like you were giving me eyes that you were interested in me, even though you were there with your husband. What? And I said, Nope, definitely did not happen. That was not me. That's so forward. It was so forward. Um, and we, he and I were supposed to then meet up for dinner like later on that week. And I was like, Hey, I can't do that because I felt so uncomfortable that he had thought that I had flirted with him when well, I you was were married, married because that is yeah. so against who I am. Right. And I was like, if you thought that was acceptable, then you're not somebody who I would want to spend time with. Speaking of wrong messaging. So I met a guy through Craigslist. Did you see that message? I did see that <laughs> message. Tell us more about this message. That is the craziest thing ever. Okay, so I had a pair of, this is so weird, but I had a pair of like Nike sneakers that my son outgrew before he even wore them. So yeah. they were brand new. Yes. And I was like, should I just sell them? And so I sold them on Craigslist. And okay. this man came by to purchase them. Sure. He rang the doorbell. I opened the door. I, he gave me the money. I passed him the shoes. And he was like very friendly. And he tried to start a conversation. And I was like, enjoy the shoes. Bye. Yeah. And I closed the door. <laughs> and so he left. 
But then 10 minutes later, he sends me a message through the Craigslist relay email uh-huh. saying, like, you're super cute. If you want to go out or meet me out sometime, let me know. I have no Did idea. Did you interact with him for long enough for him to, like, see that if you're wearing a ring? Or No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I have no idea how he even, like, why he even would assume that I'm single. Like, I could have been a married woman. He could be a married man. Uh, so crazy. Sorry for being so fresh, but you have my number in case you want to go out for coffee or some fun. <laughs> what? That's amazing. What kind of crazy person does that? Who yeah. asks out a person that they meet on Craigslist without even knowing? And, and also, it's weird for you because he knows where you live. That's true. He doesn't know where I live. Which is I exactly why I didn't go on two dates this week because I didn't want people to know where I live. Yeah. I mean, I love my home. I love my neighbors. I love yeah. where I'm at. I'd love to share that with someone eventually. I don't have. But it can't be the first thing someone knows about me. I don't have enough fear. I think. Oh, like I have more fear. I was willing to go to London to meet that guy. Do you remember? Yes, and he updated on that front. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't go. Right. I didn't go to London um, against your better judgment, or that was the right call. I mean, I think that was probably the right call. Um, I continued to text him and. We continued to talk, and he, like I said, he wasn't was, he going to then fly here to see you once he was done yeah, his business travel? Yeah, and I think it, it, it would be around now. Um, and he's just a really nice guy, but I just didn't, I don't know, I just didn't see it going anywhere, so I sent him a message kind of breaking up with him. Okay. And, you know. Okay, tell us what you said. So I basically said, I really enjoyed getting to know you. I think there are too many obstacles to continue taking this further. I'm actively dating here and I don't think it's fair to you or me to continue when I'm seeking something I don't think you can give from where you are. Yeah. I know you said you're willing to move, but you seem like a nice guy. I'm sure you'll have no problem meeting that special person. That's lovely. So it was long and I really wanted to like give him something more than just like see you later. Yeah, no, that's respectful. I get that. So his response was meet me before you decide this. Okay. How does that make you feel? Um, I wasn't surprised by that message. I feel like that's a very typical guy you're dating message. What does that mean? You date super um, confident, super masculine guys who won't take no for an answer and think that their judgment is better than yours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Which, so... which for me is so off-putting. Oh, really? It's just another reason why we will never end up interested in the same people, which is great. Yeah. But but I don't I don't want someone who thinks he knows better than me. I don't want someone who thinks that I'm someone who needs protecting or saving for myself. I want someone who treats me as an equal and values me. Right. I mean, I don't I don't view his message saying meet me first. Right. And as... I think I think that's a really confident thing to say, but I also think it's valid. You guys hadn't had a a in-person meeting. There's so much about being in, in the same room with I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised you talked to him for so long, having not met up with him. I mean, that's your thing is to meet up right away. I know. Well, I mean, he lives in a different place, but we had video chatted and we had talked a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm still like kind of processing it. And I, I feel like he's a super nice guy, but he definitely, um, you, I mean, you're right. It, it, it is a typical comment. <laughs> yeah. I, I would expect to So did you respond to it or have you I heard didn't. Since? I have I haven't responded. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, so tell me about this embassy guy that you've been dating. Um, 
so we haven't been dating because I've been doing, I have not been going on as many dates recently, but I feel like I've been doing a much better job screening good guys. I know. <laughs> so like, I feel like I am trusting my judgment. Um, so he wanted to meet up. Oh gosh. I feel like there are a couple times I put him off two or three times. Um, we were supposed to go out for dinner this past Tuesday, I want to say. And he, um, he said, you know, if we really hit it off, would we be able to go somewhere private afterwards? And I was like, no, I don't feel comfortable with that. And so I told him, no, I don't feel comfortable with that. And then I set up plans with another friend to meet up afterwards so that I had like a, an end in, in mind where I could say, okay, this has been real. Thanks for dinner. Thanks for drinks. I'm out. I'm going to see my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when he was texting to try to figure out like when we're meeting, what we're meeting, when I told him that I had a hard stop, he was just like, well, I feel like you're cutting me short. And I said, I am because I felt uncomfortable because you insinuated we would be going somewhere private. I will have just met you. I don't feel comfortable going somewhere private with someone who like making plans to go somewhere private with someone, even if it is a great first date. Yeah. Like that, that is setting this up for. No, that's totally sketchy. Something that I don't want. Right. And he was like, well, I didn't mean it that way. I totally understand. Let's, let's find another time when you don't have an end so that we can just have a good long time together, but we don't have to go somewhere private. Please don't think that I'm sketchy or anything like that. Um, so we had plans to get together on a Saturday night when I didn't have something else happening. And he, that day was texting to make sure that everything was going to be good and um, said, you don't have the kids at night, right? So we could go back to your place. And what I told him was, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Um, so I canceled on him and wished him well. And he said, you know, I I realized I come off as like being super sexual or whatever he said, like Mm -hmm. so off putting Mm -hmm. that I felt like I'm sad to have a date canceled. Mm -hmm. I really had enjoyed talking to him and we'd had great banter Mm -hmm. and we talked on the phone and over text, Mm -hmm. but I felt like I was finally listening to the red flags. Awesome. So yeah, I I was very proud of myself for that. Um, So you'll never see him. No, I don't think so. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm totally fine with that. And he left it by saying, um, I'm a really nice guy, so if you just want to be friends, I totally get that. We'd mm-hmm. love to meet up. And I just said, it sounds that sounds great, but I'm not going to. What about this other guy that you've been Craig. talking to? Yeah. Um, I feel like he falls. <laughs> I, I almost feel like this would be the exact same conversation. I mean, slightly different than... Um, than embassy guy, but very similar in that he wanted to see me a lot before we had even met up. And so he was like asking all the right questions, asking about my kids and how often I have them. And I do have them more than 50% of the time. So I don't have that much free time to have dates. Even if I hit it off with someone and we were like, got along great. The most I would see someone is once a week for the first little while. Cause I don't feel comfortable bringing them around my kids. Um, so he had said something about, um, but your kids have to go to sleep so I can come over once they're asleep. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, they're young enough that they still wake up in the middle of the night or crawl into bed. And I wouldn't want them to wake up and have a strange man there. And he said something along the lines of, well, then I don't think this is ever going to work because I want to be with somebody who I'm around all the time and I can't have you keeping me at arm's length. So if that's how you're going to treat me, then we should not pursue this. Okay. And I felt like that was very open and honest of him. And I was so grateful he said it because then I, I was able to say, yep, no, that's great. Good luck. But then he keeps texting me and keeps wanting to meet up. And 
I told him like, I don't have that much time to date. So if what you want is just friends, I don't really have that much time to be just friends with someone. Like I'd rather hang out with my actual friends than a stranger who was initially interested in me, who now says he wants to be just friends, but still texts me every other day and asks like what I'm doing and if I'm free. So okay. he feels super clingy, but also we've made it clear that we want different things. So why is he still texting? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so where are you now? Where am I now? I went on a really great first date um, last week and we have a second date set up for this upcoming week. Uh huh. So I'm excited to kind of pursue that. He's younger. He's 33. Uh-huh. <laughs> which feels That's young. That is young. And I told him I'm, that I felt like he was a little bit young for me. Um, and he was married for nine years and then has been in two long-term relationships since the divorce. Mm -hmm. And both of those were with women who were older than I am now. Okay. So, so is he looking for someone to take care of him? I don't think so. Like, But he's always dated older women and why is that his pattern that's a really good question i don't i didn't get the sense that he was looking for anyone to take care of him i felt like very protected and very i don't know he's a he's a strong military guy so okay. he, i felt safe around him did you um, ask him what his relationship with, was with his mother no because i don't ask those kind of questions but he did talk about his family a lot he's really close with his two brothers it just makes me sister. wonder i think he like gets along really well with his family you think from what he said and what he described of his mom and his dad, I did tell him that I did a podcast and he said, well, as long as you don't talk about me on there. So I feel like we need to move along to something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you talked about guys who were like overtly sexual or wanted to talk about sex. Yes. Um, I don't get that with guys. That Why I'm not? It's to. not fair. What I don't do want that. Fair? I don't want that. I, I just assume that all dudes were like that because that's all that I've been getting. Really? Yeah. The guy, the one guy who, uh -huh. who was super sexual was this guy I met at a bar, actually. Okay. And he was younger than me yes. and super hot. Mm -hmm. But he was a musician. <gasps> like, that is, was his job. Is he the one that you told me about when we went to our wine? Yes. Okay. So I, totally not my type, but he just, like, came up to me and was super bold and we started talking and then spent the whole evening just hanging out and we had this like series of like nights where we were hanging out together and like he was so juvenile okay like extreme like very different from the men that I'm accustomed to you say with. that with disgust I mean he's just so like it's not what you're looking for right now it's I mean he was he was incredibly fun to mm -hmm. hang out with and he has this like youthful energy about him that sounds fun he lives with his parents oh okay. <laughs> and i drove him home that night oh did you get to meet mom and dad uh no i did not meet did you parents. ask him about his relationship with his parents <laughs> <laughs> but anyway obviously that didn't last but he was incredibly sexual okay. in that he like talked about sex and like wanted to like it was he was very open about it and that was when i first started dating yeah and i was very taken aback by it because right. I, I was like is this what people do is this how people like is engage? this how people interact no yeah. i don't understand but then that hasn't been your experience for the With entire day okay. no people don't really in fact people are like kind of guarded <laughs> in my experience i wish people were, were more guarded around me some of these dudes are trifling weird yeah yeah no that's not what i'm experiencing <laughs> well i 
had taken your advice and joined the league thinking that maybe I was just on the wrong websites, but maybe I just didn't. No, we think the league sucks. We do think the league sucks. <laughs> but I wonder like what else is there that I am doing differently that's attracting this type. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the type of guy you're attracting. I don't know. Or I don't, I have, I have no idea. I, I, <laughs> I, I think one of the main differences between us is you look at career and I'm not looking at that, but men who would be in the career fields that you are seeking are not men who would put themselves out there in that way. I could true. See them being yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're conservative. Yeah. Right. And they like, they themselves are like vetting for certain things. Okay. That I'm makes sure. Sense. Yeah. I'm wondering how, if I would want to apply that filter, I would, I don't really want to though. Don't do it. Do yeah. You, do you, do you, do you. And I also do feel like I've been doing a good job filtering and figuring out if that's all that someone wants and being able to move on quickly. Oh, I don't think the kind of guys I'm dating typically don't care what I do mm -hmm. in terms of my job. Like they actually I, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think they care at all what I do for a living. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think that the guys that I am seeking care what I do for a living. I think that they are, they, I don't know how to word this in a way that I would want it to be on a podcast, but the ones who I'm not matching with, the ones who I'm not meeting up with because I don't feel comfortable because they are being too overtly sexual. Mm -hmm. What they want has nothing to do with my career path. And I feel so uncomfortable around that. Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're not experiencing that because that has been the dark, bad side of all the <laughs> that I just don't enjoy. I think that's why I'm really reticent to go on so many dates because it's hard to like get hopeful and put yourself out there again to then be disappointed. Yeah. So I work with um, almost all men. Mm -hmm. I think that's very different from your work environment. For sure. Yeah. Like almost all the people, except for the people who work in like support roles and in HR, which is terrible. That I know, terrible. but that's, but that's how, how it is. is. Yeah. So almost all the people I work with are men and they're all like these alpha male types. Mm -hmm. So that also creates this specific dynamic in my working world and my, you know, professional environment. Um, and I know that, some of these men don't love taking advice from a woman, yes. especially an Asian woman, mm -hmm. I think is very hard for them. And it's not just any advice. It's legal advice. It's legal advice. Yeah. And I'm running some of their deals. Yes. Which oh, well. is not I'm both so proud of you and so tired for you. That must be exhausting to have it to is. manage their... Oh, I have been on some... Oh my gosh. I could tell you some stories. <laughs> like some men talking down to me and I've had to like say things to them. Like, what is it that you do? You know? <laughs> Good for you. Like it's, it's pretty bad anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's incredibly discouraging. I'm sorry that you have to, it's not that. discouraging actually. It's kind of empowering. Well, that's good. Yeah. I would just be so exhausted dealing with that. Oh, I guess I'm just used to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are stronger than I am. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times it's um, older men who have a problem with it. I believe it for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so do you have any takeaways from your dates and what you're going to be doing going forward as far as like filtering out men to try to weed out the guys who are being too overtly sexual? Are you going to be doing anything different? So are, you, are you going to just keep doing the same thing? I honestly think I'm going to keep doing the same thing. And I also... Um, have loved doing the podcast with you and love getting feedback from you. And I was joking with a, a friend who was listening the other day who said, 
the podcast is just Anne telling you that you're wrong. Oh. I was like, I kind of is, but no, I not. love, I really value what it is that you say and what you share and your approach. But what I've been doing has been working for me. Like, I feel like I like the shorter dates. I like the coffee. I Good. like figuring out taking slowly. So even though that hasn't been what you would do or what yeah. you would sometimes even recommend for me, I feel like I've been able to suss out what I want. I've gone on some great dates. I've made mm -hmm. some great connections, but I also right now am less focused on the online dating than I am on what it is that I'm passionate about and what I want to pursue and my life. time with my kids and my life. And yeah. so I feel like I've been able to have a, be more well-rounded in my life and less focused on online dating. Yeah. Which has been really nice and really refreshing. That's important. Yeah. Good. Awesome. What about you? I, I don't know. I'm a little, I, I think, you know, one guy told me on a date, he was like, you need to be more selective. Okay. <laughs> Which I thought How, was what were you so talking, ironic. But what were you talking about that led to him saying that to you? Um, we were talking about dating and mm -hmm. he asked me, how often I go on dates and who I've been dating and how I chose him. Those are great questions. Yeah. I think he wanted to know like how we ended up on, on our date and yeah. kind of, you know, like my perspective. Was it going well or was he like, it was fine. It definitely had more of a friend vibe. Okay. And this guy, like I liked him because he had online, he had, he was like a surf or skater, not skater, a skier. Okay. And was he was out in Utah and he was coming back and like there was this whole dynamic about it. And, yeah. You know, I ski, so I was interested. It'd be awesome in that. to have that connection with somebody. Yeah. yeah. So we were talking, but I was definitely I was like, you were definitely in the friend zone. Yes. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so But then that's nice to learn, like what is it that you're seeing? What is it that you're looking for? Because then that's some good feedback to take into your next yeah, date or your I, next relationship. I think he knew right off the bat that we yeah. were gonna be friends. I mean, we hung out that whole evening that's great just like hanging out and we've shot some pool and did some stuff but um that's i think that's where that came from he was like you yeah. probably need to be more selective <laughs> do you think he's right probably okay yeah so do you think, think you're gonna start being more selective i think i maybe need to be more filter more with an eye for like am i really gonna date this guy mm -hmm. or am i just gonna go on a fun date yeah you know i think that's a good point and also, do I have the energy for this? I feel like right now I am lacking energy to pursue something unless I'm really excited about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it is exhausting. Like <laughs> the prep and getting ready for the date. And then often if I'm on a date with somebody and it's not going well, I, there's so many other things I would rather be doing. Right. Like sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> or with my friends or with my family. or with Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more you could be doing. And yet it's, you've said it, it's like a full-time job. It it takes a lot of energy yes to date yeah yeah so maybe i will take a little bit of a break and go on the second date and maybe not go on some more first dates for a while i know i'll let you know how that goes but i do feel like i've been doing a good job of screening and not wasting my time on people who clearly are looking for something different than what i want so that's been really nice right yeah <laughs> well this was fun having the updates thanks for joining us all right take care bye